I don't know, if I wasn't playing a sports game, it was usually like Modern Warfare or, or like Halo 3 Online. You sound pretty wild. pretty unique when it comes to video games. Totally, man. Holy shit. I haven't even heard of like 90% of those games. Like, what the fuck is Dark Swolds? Yep. Please, Dave. <laughs> That's my best fucking fuckboy voice. <laughs> Should we get started? Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> just how much B-roll can we can we can we flow into this? I was just looking into your eyes the entire time, so I was getting lost. Oh, sorry. Let me pull my pants up. Oh, <laughs> my eyes are up here. Greg, editor Greg, post add in a zipper sound effect. Zzz. Thank you. Yep, I did it there. I can't wait to meet this editor Greg. I know, right? Welcome to Next Door Nerds. You got Evan and Greg on the mic. Coming in your ear holes. Making you just shiver with anticipation for today's episode. I feel like a lot of people, when they saw the title, a lot of a lot of people of the same age group sex and gender. And age group, yeah. And like to have sex. Probably sure. people that are like yeah. us, sure. similar in yep. sex and gender. Cool. And mm-hmm. They were very excited when they saw this. Mm-hmm. And the other main sex was like, Ugh. Evan, I'm not. I'm not sure I'm following correctly. Are Are you telling me that women really like the Xbox 360 games? <laughs> Uh, and guys absolutely hate it, and we are the only uh, two guys in this world that actually enjoy actually it. Actually, like the the Xbox 360. Yeah, yeah. You hear that, Phil Spector? You've been preaching to the wrong choir this entire time. Well, if you haven't figured out, uh, we're we're doing a console uh, review. These and, are fun. Uh, this is the 360 one, the Xbox 360. Uh, I know Evan and I both grew up with this console, and it was. Uh, very, very dear to our hearts, yeah. at least mine. Um, oh, yeah. I still have it, like, right next to my heart at all times. A little piece of it is actually... You oh, know, you that, had, that's that, what that scar that is. That symbol is actually lodged into my chest. Oh. It's, it's quite nice, actually. I was always going to ask you what that is. It's just the red ring of death. Like, when, when I when I get it, like, I actually start having minor heart attack. My, yeah, but if you have a minor heart attack, you'll... They'll they'll rip open your shirt and they'll be the Xbox logo. It's like I'm I'm the Iron Man of Xbox. Yeah, it's just a constant red red ring. That's terrifying. (laughs) Yes, that's terrifying to think about. But you know, as we always do, Evan, before we get into the greatness that the Xbox 360 was, how was your week, my friend? It was good. Just good. Just good. Just good. This man forgets <laughs> so many things. No, I'm joking. It was pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, we we didn't, I guess we did very, very, for a very, very short amount of time, we hung out outside of what uh, the, the main thing we did together. Mm, um, yes. Po- we popped over. You popped into my house. Yeah. For the first time in what is, I think, months. Oh, no, it, it's it been 
probably half a year, Three I think, since it pre-summer, I think, since I've had like hardly anyone in this house. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I was working on all those projects, as you can tell from nothing being changed in my household. Yeah, I, I see the uh, the sculpture of, of Larry David in the corner. I was going to ask you about that, but I decided not to because it's uh, no. a subject. I think you've you've gone insane. There's nothing in the corner. Um, We're not allowed to tell people that I went to Paris and stole something. Yeah, I saw I, I saw that too, but I wasn't going to mention it. Oh, you're just playing fast and loose tonight. Yeah, yeah. You, do, do, are you aware of what statute of limitations is? I don't even know what the statue of David is. <laughs> so it's a statue of Larry David. Oh, the guy who created Seinfeld. Oh, <laughs> wait a minute. I've lost you. Okay. But the main thing we did, yeah, was we had a what, in my opinion, was a very successful band practice. Yeah, um, probably got more done in that one than we have at any of the other ones. Yep, I won't say combined, but we've grown by one member. So yes, uh, we added a, 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 another guitarist. Yes, and uh, after the practice, um, Greg and and the drummer and the bassist pulled me into a room and sat me across the table and said and offered me some some bottled water. Yeah, I was like, no, I'm I'm good. So what's up, guys? And they were like, so listen, we feel like it, it, it's it's we're holding you back. You know, we we feel like you could be doing a lot more on your own. Right. So we, we were just like, listen, Evan, I know that this band was your your <laughs> child. But sometimes the child grows up, grows up, and wants to be emancipated from the family, <laughs> from the the overbearing father, from the overbearing father. So, but no, um, yeah, we added another. Yeah. We have not replaced Evan. Let's not joke. <laughs> we have a new uh, rhythm guitarist. I yes. guess is what it would be called. Um, so now we have very talented man, drummer, lead guitarist, or what? What would that? It would be lead guitarist, right? Yeah. Or just elect. I mean, it's on electric, but yeah. Well, that's just the 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 general rule of thumb that we agreed on is that I, I would take lead on most songs. But obviously, yeah. there's going to be there's going to be bounce, he's, bounce back and forth. Yeah. So now, once again, drummer, lead guitarist, rhythm guitarist, bassist, and some guy that just takes Snapchats of <laughs> the rest of the band playing instruments looking cool and he's just in the corner being lazy not yeah, wanting our, to sing. our social media manager yeah he uh <laughs> he is in marketing he'll <laughs> he's in marketing he, he can uh possibly get this band off onto a good start so what you're saying is he's the most important person in the band then that person is actually uh the fans that's the that's oh, that's good. the most important good pivot yeah that was yeah. a great pivot oh yeah i was gonna say it's editor greg <laughs> it's editor greg get it together but no uh like you said very very good successful practice yeah lots um, of fun uh we didn't have a crowd this time so we were able to focus a little bit more and just get all i feel like we got through a lot of songs mm-hmm. um there's still one song that I am. I listened to it on repeat today, and I'm telling you, I may just have to cut it. I may have to cut it. I don't know. <laughs> it is hurting my brain how I cannot get this song down. Well, that was added for, for reference. That the it's Cherub Rock by Smashing Pumpkins. Correct. And uh, that was added by our bassist, and I when and that was not on the pre-approved set list. That like me and 
the drummer and the bassist kind of put together at the the onset of this. And I he said, well, can we play this? And I was like, oh, my God, I fucking love this song. It pisses me off because the instruments in that song, you guys pull off so well. Yeah. But then there's just this fucking singer in the corner <laughs> that doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. And he thinks he does. And then he comes in at the wrong time. And then he gets lost. And then he's just sitting there and he's like, I want the song to be over. <laughs> I, I want to keep hearing the song, but just the instrumental. Mm-hmm. And I want to stop crying. That's, <laughs> that's well, I was going to say, do. maybe the bassist can take the singing if you really right, want to. Right, right. Because I don't, I'm, I, can I, what did I say about the one song that you sing? I'll, uh, interpretive I'll, dance. I'll do interpretive dance yes. of the lyrics to the song. So, yeah. If there's a way for me to do that to that song, I'll have to figure it out. Well, not to get too deep into this and get away from the video games, but, uh, I, I did, I'm going to have to, v- preemptively veto your vetoing of that song because I, I, to, I already told the whole band about this at the end of this practice that we just did i was like um when i've i've only played like with my own band of my own making once at a gig at a, a friend of ours yeah uh, house i was there and uh the 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 thing that i hated most about that was that we weren't good enough to be comfortable playing our music so the entire time while we were playing, we were like, we weren't smiling. We weren't looking at each other. We weren't interacting with the crowd. We were literally just with stoned faces looking down at our instruments to make sure we were playing it right. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it was great to play in front of people, but that really annoyed me and, and sucked. So I told them, I was like, we're, we're still in the stages. You can tell when we're playing all together, we're still in the stages of like, trying to get the instrumentation down yeah, and, and all, all five of us. And we're trying to like get good so that we can devote more brain power to like putting on a show yep. because that's what makes it fun. Yep. And I told them um, at the last practice, not this one, I told them at this last practice quote at the last practice, there was one song that uh, I actually, for the first time while we were playing, I like had, I had, I had to suppress a smile because it like hit me how good we sounded for a second, and it was Chair of Rock. And I'm telling you, <laughs> I 100% agree that, f- well, four out of the five members <laughs> had the song down, and uh, one of them really, really is hating this song. And it's it, weird. It hurts him. Just internal. Are weird. It's it's me. Billy Corrigan is. It is me. But um, weird dude. No, yeah, we had a we had a really good practice. Yeah. Oh, uh, and then it happened again at the last practice. Oh, yeah. We uh not to give away the whole set list, but it's not like these are secret songs. But we played, I believe it was Everlong. Mm-hmm. We played Everlong by Foo Fighters, and we hit. It a sounded sound. It sounded very professional. It sounded like with, with as shitty as our sound setup is, and it's shitty. Like that when we were playing the chorus of Everlong, I was like, this legit sounds like we're standing in like the band tent right at pioneer yeah we're like and there's like a band playing yeah whether it's just because it's just an assault of of noise and sound or if we actually sound good i don't know mm-hmm. but i was like again i had to be like i was embarrassed i was like i gotta hide this smile i don't want them to all look over and i'm just like giggling to myself because this is so cool <laughs> so we we all all five of us sounded incredible on that song which is yeah. not that difficult so there's there's been a few songs that i think have just really felt 
good after we played it and i went okay and we even like the one time one or two times that we've had people there to like listen there was a couple times where they were like okay that was really good mm-hmm. like that that hits places you know yeah it hits them right in the groin yep which is where we're aiming which is where we're aiming <laughs> to knock them down a peg <clears throat> but um no yeah any anything else that you can recall not really nope well yeah i mean same uh friday night we had practice that was lots of fun um ended up going out to the booba dome afterwards i know we ended a little early on practice um as people's schedules you know things happen you gotta and practice a little early Mm -hmm. um went to wibby's had too much to drink mostly because i didn't eat supper but you'll have that yeah. And uh, woke up Saturday, watched the Buckeyes play. I think that was when you kind of stopped over for a little bit. A bunch of people were over here and we were watching the game. And then I had a wedding to go to later that night. And that was actually a very, it was a very nice wedding. Um, the reception was like, didn't really, like this was the first time that uh, me and Maddie had been to a wedding together. So mm-hmm. it was, it was a unique experience to kind of have somebody else there. Um, so yeah, it was, it was good wedding. Then Sunday just kind of hung around for a bit. I actually did something that I haven't done ever. And I had a air mattress blown up in the living room so that I could watch TV and just lay in a bed all day. Hmm. It was, it was, it was pretty good. That sounds fucking lovely. It was. And until I decided to get up and actually do some things so for like five or six hours it was very relaxing but yeah. then i actually went and went to buddy's house and played some cards and then i went to work on monday as as that happens and now we're here it's mm-hmm. tuesday when we record and we're we're gonna talk about a lovely console called the Xbox 360. Probably one of the one of the consoles that I has probably been on the most throughout my entire life. There was a lot of hours put into an obscene amount of hours put into the 360. I would have to agree. Um, I think and probably wrong. But the 360 came out in 2005. Yeah, five. I want to. I want to say. Um, and it's always been like November for all the releases yeah. of consoles. I feel like it's all for some reason they're like we're gonna get this out before Black Friday and before Christmas. Yeah. So that everyone gets their kids a Christmas gift that will make them happy for the rest of their life. Yeah, November 22nd, 2005. Yep. So, like so a month this before Christmas. Console has been out for 10 years. Is 18 what, what what day was it? November 20 22nd. November 22nd. We're only like two more weeks from that. Yeah. In two more weeks it It'll, can it will officially be 18 years. It can enlist in the US Armed Forces. Yes, and they're going to have to uh get drafted. Yeah. But then they'll say, "Sorry, we can't take you. You have Red Ring of Death." Red Ring of Death, yeah, yeah, F three or whatever it is. Yep. But yeah. uh, its lifespan was 05 to sixteen, so it was I so guess so eleven years. Support of it ended in sixteen. Eleven years. It was a pretty popular console. Yeah. Um. I I would have to state that 
the 360 was one of my most played consoles. Um, it definitely got me through a lot of weird times. Mm-hmm. Um, cause you know, basically that was high school for me. Yeah. Uh, 2005 to 2000, well, 2006, to 2010, I was in high school and then went off to college and still had it with me and brought it, to, brought it to college with me. And then the Xbox one came out and that was pretty much like college on and yep. still have my Xbox one. So, but I mean the 360, I, I, the fact that everything's like backwards compatible, I should say not all games, but a lot Most. of them, a lot of them can be played on that Xbox one that I have on my ledge over there. Let's say so you don't have a 360 console anymore somewhere. I do. You do. Nice. I do. It is uh in a closet collecting mm-hmm. dust. What what um do you remember what you, what games you listed when we did the uh joystick olympics? The joystick olympics for the 360. Um my bronze I only remember. No, bronze was Mass Effect 3, mm-hmm. I believe. Okay. Silver was Halo Reach, and gold was for both at 360 and PS3 was Oblivion. Gotcha. Yeah. Um. Mine were my special mention, and I'll and I'll talk about it. Halo Three, mm-hmm. um, Elder Scrolls, Mass Effect, and the Fallout series. Fallout series being number one for me. Uh, I would I would think um, that's three in New Vegas. Yep. On the three three in New Vegas. Um, I think Elder Scrolls. I had a I had Oblivion and Skyrim, uh, Skyrim for the 360. And Mass, Skyrim Eff- over there. Mass Effect I did not have, um, but I borrowed it from my friend, and I played one and two. Then three, I think I rented from like the family video or whatever. Yeah, and all of those games have just left such a deep. RPG mark on my soul. Yeah. But uh, the only reason I say Halo 3 is a special mention is because, like I said, this was a high school console for me. One of the big things when I was in high school was bringing my console or someone else's console to someone's house and doing system links or whatever, and we would play Halo 3 or we would play Halo 3 just in separate rooms through Wi-Fi, and it was just a... A fun competitive thing that I didn't even like the story of the Halo games. Like, I never really got into the stories. Yeah. But just that memory of nostalgia of going to my one buddy's house. He would have Halo 3 in the one room. Another guy would have Halo 3 in another room. And we would just be playing, you know, multiplayer, going back and forth. It was it was a lot of fun. Definitely brought out the competitiveness in me, I would say. And I wasn't even that good. Yeah. But when I got a kill, I was like, fuck yeah. And then oh, I, yeah. And then, you know, of course, the the lovely teabagging that happened. Of course. In that game. But uh, no, I, I would say very, very accurate listing that I had because Fallout 3 is probably my favorite game of all time. Just the Fallout series in general to me has been such a huge RPG for me, I guess. Uh, for God's sakes, Liam Neeson was in the one. So oh, yeah. That's uh, it's the first voice you hear f- in that game. Yeah, it's happy birthday or whatever he says. But Happy birthday, son. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, what, uh, what, what, what do you think just in general about the console? 
Um, I, so first thing I asked Greg is, are we going to, cause if we're going to talk about the console, I figure we're going to talk about like the UI. So that immediately brings to mind, do you want to drop your gamer tag that you had attached to your Xbox account? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do it. Cause Greg, if my memory serves, which it often doesn't, so this could be completely wrong, but I believe Greg was within the first five people that I added as a friend on 360. Uh, Which Greg might hear and be proud of, but is really just the fact that I just didn't have a lot of friends. I I don't know how many friends I had on 360. I think it kind of grew as I got like the Xbox One. But uh, I I had a lot of fun on Xbox Live. It was first off, first time really utilizing Xbox Live. Like they had xbox live on the original xbox but it was so new yeah and like some people didn't know how to use it and it was just it was like playing online games on a playstation 2 you could do it but it was real fucking weird and yep yep but um no yeah my you 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 i'll I'll tell you my my i know (laughs) my gamer tag is actually kind of funny because it's kind of grown to be my nickname Part of it is um, my nickname or my gamer tag was Giggity Gag. Yep. And my nickname from my family, my brother-in-laws, I think they one day were watching me play that and they saw my gamer tag and they started calling me Gigs ever since. That's good. And now it's like when I'm at work, people call me that. No one really knows that whole story of why. I just kind of... I never really explained <clears throat> why my nickname was Giggs. I just said, well, my brother-in-laws call me it. And then my one coworker calls me it. So now every one of my coworkers call me it. And it all comes back to a lovely gamer tag. It's a great nickname. Giggs. It's an awesome. It's like a fucking MASH nickname from MASH. <laughs> yeah. I mean, double meaning, you know. Yeah. Won't gamer tag or just I've got all this information, man. Yeah, of course. All that, all that data in that brain of mine. <laughs> but no. Uh, well, what was your gamer tag? Mine was really boring. Oh, mine was Krause ninety two, mm-hmm. which is uh, in, in a moment of it, it just keep. It, I've been re-listening to all these podcast episodes, and it just becomes so clear how. I'll say cool, although I'm sure you would probably say normal, but how cool Greg was and how lame I, I was by comparison and still am because like you're talking about like how gigs is your, is your nickname. Krause was the nickname I wanted to have in high school, but no one would call me that. (laughs) So I was, I was just fucking Evan. And I was like, I wish I hate the name Evan. I mean, I guess that's something I've never said on the podcast. I really fucking hate my name. I just don't like the name Evan, really. Are we going to um, have to talk to your parents after this? Oh, I've told them to oh, their face. Okay. And they're like... As long as they know that you hate the name yeah. that was God-given to you. Yeah, of course. So... They're like, okay, cool. what, what the fuck do we care? I mean, what do you want us to call you? Crotch Slayer 99? <laughs> well, no, because I, I, I did... Steve, my dad, got me to come around because he was like, well, I, I, I didn't come up, I think he told me, I didn't come up with Evan, but I did tell your mom I wanted your first name to have it, to be E, start with an E, and then your middle name start with a C, that way your initials could be EC for Eric Clapton. 
And I was like, all right, all right, fine. Fine, I'll, fine, I'll accept this. Whatever. But I've always hated the name Evan, so I was like, I wish people would give me a cool nickname like Krause, because my um, a lot of people in my older brother's grade called him Krause, so whenever I was around that age group, they would call me Krause. And I was like, oh, that's I, I love that. Plus, it's like last name and then the first letter of your first name. Mm-hmm. So it's very standard. And then 92, because I was born in 1992. The, th- the cool thing with that, that I can't, I don't know how I was able to convince them to do it, was I got my brothers to stay on brand. <laughs> so when Andrew got a gamer tag, he made his name Krause95, which is his birth year. And yeah. then when my next younger brother, Connor, got a gamer tag, he called himself Krause01. And I was like, I don't know how I got them to like agree to like conform to my gamer tag, but that's pretty it's, fucking cool. It's because they thought you were the coolest kid on the block. I guess when it comes to video games, maybe. Well, yeah. And I will admit there were plenty of times when we would play, because um, there was a point when Connor got his own 360 and and I had mine. I don't think Andrew ever had his own. But um, so me and Connor would play games together him up in his room and me downstairs in my room we'd play online games together and and i have to admit when we would get going and we would start honing some noobs oh this is 2005 2006 remember oh when we would start leading and uh poning noobs to to see us kick ass and then people would see the team name is like the two people in it were krausey 92 and krausey 01 so they were like, they were like, all right, well, clearly those two are playing together, and I was like, I don't know, it just feels, it feels like a, like we're a team of hitmen. Well, okay, so you know, like when you would add someone as a guest or whatever, mm-hmm. it would just add a one to yeah. whatever one in parentheses. In yeah. parentheses, what if you were just the ninety second person added to this, this. Group. The 92nd Krausey. The 92nd <laughs> Krausey that had just, they just kept adding a guest. And that's actually what happened because 01 and it was to 92. So they're like, yeah. they've never turned off their console. <laughs> they've just been adding in guests and not deleting that other guest. Yep. Every single time we turn it on. But no, that's, that's cool. Um, what did your avatar look like? For those of you who don't know, which I don't, I'm not sure who that would encompass, but they, they it didn't used to. I'm, I'm actually like, in fact, I was going to ask you to ter- bring up your your TV so that I can connect to it, so we can bring up a picture of the classic Xbox like user interface, because it used to be this like the dashboard, which was like it was just like this this like it, it like it looked like a futuristic book almost, and you would flip between the tabs. And there would just be an assault of like words and numbers and 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 all the things you can do. And then there was this huge update. I don't know when. Yeah. And they updated it so that they and they added the Xbox avatars where you got you could like customize this character that didn't do anything. It was just attached to your gamer tag. And you could put like different clothes on them and different things from different video games. So if I ask you, Greg, what what is the most iconic look that your avatar had that like you you went the longest without changing it and people were like, oh, that's Greg because I think I remember it how it looked. Um, you might have a better memory than me. Mm-hmm. 
I want to say that, and, and this could just be that I'm not that crazy. I thought it was fairly original at first. I do remember there being like little accessories that you could add. And I feel like at one point I had a lightsaber, but I might have switched it to like these flying droids that like, or these little flying circle balls that like went around me. Mm -hmm. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I don't really remember what my avatar looked like. Um, and that's kind of sad because I had changed it quite a bit. I wonder if I can look it up on you know, like the app, like on the Xbox one app, just for posterity. I'm showing Greg, uh, that's the classic. Oh, that was the old style. The old style yeah. before they had the avatar. It was like yep. a book almost. Mm -hmm. I did have a 360 at a point when I was able to have that for a while. And then when they put, added the avatars, it was like so cool. I'll, I'll explain mine real quick because I remember mine like at the back of my fucking hand because it was super cringe. Um, because the entire time that I had, well, I shouldn't say that. Not the entire time. 95% of the time that I had a, an Xbox avatar, he was wearing a fedora. Yes. It was a black fedora with I a remember. white band. Never took it off because I thought it was cool because I was it a teenager. Because it was. And uh, the I have, of course, I had the glasses because I wore glasses in real life. And then um, I had a shirt that I got as a reward for beating Limbo, the video, the game. Okay. That was just the the logo, just the word limbo on the shirt. And I was like, that's really fucking cool. So I put that on and then I never changed it once. Hmm. I did. I do remember changing like the accessory that you could give them because that was the cool thing. They would give you these sometimes as a reward for doing things in game. In the, in the game, yeah. Like you'd get an achievement for beating Halo Reach and then you would get like a, a, a UNSC machine gun for your avatar. Yeah. And I was like, that's so cool. I I just remember that my gamer pick as of now is just like this weird looking skeleton head. Skeleton head, yeah. Um back in the day it used to be like a fable one where he has like the devil horn on the one side and then like the angel on the other side mm -hmm. sort of thing. Um but I am not finding where if I would have it where my uh my person would be. They don't have them anymore, do they? Like there is no avatar. I on think Xbox. you can look at your previous like pictures because I know some of my friends still have like the picture saved as their uh, gamer pick. It was like just, a picture was, of the avatar. It was just a picture of the avatar. Yes, that I know because mine is still the same picture from like literally 15 years ago mm -hmm. but i don't think there's a way for you to turn on your xbox one and look and look at your avatar anymore right that's not a thing um i don't have that answer i don't play enough xbox one to be able to i feel like i that. should be able to find what i'm looking for god that classic xbox 360 dashboard was so nostalgic i was i was almost i was almost like super disappointed when the update came i was like the avatar is cool I like it. Um, it was right after, uh, I believe they did the update not long after, like, it became known how much people loved making Miis on on the Wii. So they were mm. like, we got to cash in on this because PlayStation well, never did it. The Wii was kind of, didn't that come out similarly to the 360? Yeah, it came out in like 2000. Five, six-ish, 
probably. I feel like they all six two thousand six. Feel like they all just kind of came out around the same time because it was PlayStation three and three sixty three sixty were the competing consoles, and then Wii was like in there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Wii U didn't come out until much later, but yeah, Wii U came out in two thousand eleven or twelve, I think. Yeah, pretty much at the end of the life of it, but yeah, people um, kind of consider the Wii U as like the the PlayStation Pro. Yeah. Like the PS3 Pro or the 360 Slim. Yeah. It's kind of like what the Wii U is. My, it's a whole new console. So, like, do you remember how there were all those different versions, like you just said? Was yours a specific, like your Xbox 360, was it a specific version? Mine was the the original. The original? Yeah. So I had the arcade version. Oh, yeah. Um, Which came with an abysmal storage size of 512 megabytes. Oh, wow. That was awful. That can hold like so many games. Yeah. <laughs> I ended up buying a hard drive separately. I actually bought two. I bought one because 512 is so sad, it's half a gigabyte. Yeah. I bought a 20 gigabyte one. And then as soon as that filled up, which happened very quickly with my whole, I mean, as you could see, I we Evan and I are staring at my pile of games that his I, twin towers of Xbox I, games. <laughs> I, I did I did bust out some some uh, Xbox 360 games that I have found. I think there's more than this, but I yeah, because there's no I don't see Skyrim in there. I don't see Halo Three in there. I think there's more, but I couldn't locate the location of them. Um, but, oh no, never mind. There's Skyrim. But uh, I also, once again, was a very avid game renter. So even in the 360. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I still went to family video when Xbox One came out. Mm. Uh, I will state 360 was the first console that I started getting into the digital downloads. So let's say that was a big thing. That was really the really the only one that you could do digital downloads for. I feel like. That was the first generation, yeah. Yeah. You could get digital games on Wii by buying them at the Wii shop. Yep. And then, obviously, these, they were just this, the games. This generation of yes Xbox 360, PS3, and the Wii were the first of their kind to let you do digital yes. content, both um, video games and otherwise, because mm-hmm. that was when they were trying to push for streaming services and stuff through the consoles. They, yep. It was the first time that they let you do more than just game on a console. It yeah. was trying to turn it into an entertainment system, mm-hmm. not just a gaming console. Yeah. Which, which did you did? It, it did work. Like, I mean, I had Netflix and other, yeah, so did I. other accounts on both my 361 still to this day. Um, Movies. Uh, I definitely started uh, buying digital movies on on there. Sometimes they'd give you free stuff so you could like watch it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was the, it was the first of its kind. I guess is a weird way to put it. Is the first streaming video game, all of that, and it was also like the first one that let me install the game fully onto the console like i didn't need the disc to be spinning to play these games because i have a story for you was that it really i didn't know that so world at war um call of duty Mm -hmm. one of the best still to this day in my opinion um it's first black ops game 
Well, yeah, kind of. And uh, it was the first Zombies. Mm-hmm. And um, I loved that game. I played it a lot. My location of my Xbox 360 was not great. I had it on top of our fireplace mantle, mm-hmm. you know, about six feet off the ground. And it was standing up vertically. Ooh, that's right on the end of the fireplace mantle. And um, needless to say, I was playing Call of Duty World at War. This was right around the time that my one of my sister and her husband and their kids had moved back in uh, to our to my mom and dad's house. And I was downstairs, and one of the kids, I was a big user. Oh, of, wait, wait, wait! This was at your parents' house. Yes. Oh, I thought you were talking about in your apartment at college. No, 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 no. Okay. This would have been okay. I mean, because World at War came out in during high school, like it was. Yeah. Yeah, it was like 2008, maybe, mm-hmm. something like that. But um, one of my nephews, I was a big user of the plug-and-play charger for Ooh. the, because the, once again, sort of one of the first wireless controllers, not yeah. really. One of the um, wireless controllers standard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the plug-and-play, I just hated switching out batteries all the time because mm-hmm. I was constantly killing them because of how much i would be fucking poning all of the of news course. out there yes but, of course yes of course but um <clears throat> i was using the the plug and play charger and one of my nephews ran in front of me kicked the cord yanked the console off of the thing it collapsed onto hard brick like and the console was fine. Oh, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> the console still worked, had little scuffs on it, mm-hmm. kind of bounced around a little bit. Oh, my God. When you look at the disc of World at War, which is probably in one of those. You still have it? It's pretty fucked up. It's circular scuff so bad that you couldn't play it without, like, without a different disc. But what I found out you could do was you could get it to register that it was Call of Duty World at War, mm-hmm. and then you could click into the settings and download the game from Xbox Live as, really? a, as a digital game, but you had to have I'm- the disc, and then it would play it like it was a digital game. So the yeah. disc would start spinning, and then it would stop, and then it would play it like as if it was a digital game. That's super interesting. Yeah. Thankfully for that, I was able to continue playing and loving on that game as much as I did. Yeah. But my God, it just, it, that was right around the time where I had to switch from 20 gigabytes to 60 gigabytes. Because another thing with that was, and we've all had it, when you're playing a game and it just freezes. Yeah. That's, that's done. That's, that, was, that was gone. That that loading times were faster mm-hmm. because it was downloaded all on the thing. It wasn't having to spin the disc to get it to to read, and I never really had a game crash on me. For the 360, I felt like that was really good. Don't know what they did with the one. I, digital games definitely still had crashing games where it brought me back to the home, but still very very solid console. The fact that it fell probably five and a half feet onto a brick like yeah. fireplace floor type thing 
Um, Why didn't you at least lay it down? Why do you got to make it <laughs> do a pirouette at the top of your fucking mantle? Listen, I love <laughs> to live life on the edge. Well, that definitely is. And uh, my 360 lived on the edge there, and it was uh, it was good. So, uh, I've got a so real quick. I want us to go th- uh, over each of our um, beginnings with the console. So, like, ex- ex- how to, how did you get it? How what was what were a couple of the games that you started off with it? Okay, 360 was an initial purchase. The like instant it i think it came out oh really i'm pretty sure if if whenever the arcade version came out that was the one that i bought and i bought it almost immediately um it was the first console that i got for christmas that i realized hey i'm the one that's getting this because i was allowed to choose Mm -hmm. what i got so that was the first console that i got and it was so worth it um, even though I at the at the beginning like I didn't have that many games, it wasn't until I really got to like college and later years in high school that I really started going out and buying my own games, like not having to wait because you know I actually had money and stuff. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. It was it's probably right around two thousand five, two thousand six, whenever. Uh, the arcade version had come out. I want to say it would have been like 2005. Hmm. But what about what about you? Like, do you remember? Uh, I was definitely later, later, um, because I I think I've said on this podcast that we have a mutual friend um, who I used to not super often, but I, we used to swap games a lot. In fact, famously, I think we still have one of each of our uh, the other one's games still. Yeah. So if you're listening, man, and you want and you want your copy of tales of symphonia back all you got to do is hit me up because i still have that shit i don't know what you have of mine but i still have your copy of tales of symphonia yeah but um he's the one who introduced me to uh i went over to his house i i i was decently good friends with him but i didn't go to his house that often right but um the two times that i did where he had two games um and the first one I've already said on this podcast was Dynasty Warriors Five Empires. Uh, actually, it might have been Four Empires. I'm not sure. No, it was Five. Uh, Dynasty Warriors Five Empires, and I was like the mo- the 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 most advanced games I had were like PlayStation Two games. Yep. So seeing that, I was like, this is just incredible. Mm-hmm. I could play this game for hours. And then the the other one was, of course, Oblivion, um, and. I, we were talking about it and he was like, I was like, man, I really wish I could, I could just have this game. Cause I, I, this is like the coolest thing I've ever experienced in my entire life. Um, there were times when I was playing it at his house and I was like, I don't think there's a thing on earth. I like more than this. This is so cool. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, it's awesome. Isn't it? And I was like, he was like, you should get it. And I was like, I, there's no way I'm going to be able to because the it's the game's rated M and my parents are too strict. There, my mom will never get let me get a rated M game at this point, which tells you how old we were at that point. Yep. Like in 2006 or seven, I would have been sixteen, like fifteen or sixteen, which yep. tells you something about how strict my parents were, because I wasn't allowed to get a freaking rated 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 M game at like fifteen. But then he said, "Oh no, dude! All you have to do is shop around a little bit." Because a lot of copies of Oblivion were misprinted and have and are rated teen. 
They're not rated M. Yeah. And I was like, are you fucking serious? So I, sure enough, I did a little bit of like looking around, which back then meant literally like going into stores and looking around at their copies of used copies of Oblivion. And I found one. And I was like, uh, sure enough, I, I, when I got around to getting a 360, which I don't remember, I actually don't remember if it was Christmas or if it was like a, um, we weren't, we weren't affluent enough to get consoles for like birthdays. So I don't think it could have been anything other than Christmas or a random part where I bought the console myself. I don't remember, but I remember buying that and, and bringing it home and being, and it being read a teen. And just every time my mom walked in the room and saw me playing it and then would walk out, I'm like, you have no idea. Yes, I'm this, such a magician. This is rated T for teen. <laughs> T for terribly mature. <laughs> but yeah, I uh, like I said, Oblivion is one of one of a handful of games I own that I call system sellers because they're a, a single game is what propelled me to get the system. Yep. I think there's like three systems on that list and 360s, one of them with oblivion. It was fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. As for like the first group of games, once again, it's terrible. I don't, I don't think I can recall other than oblivion. Um, I believe we may have had a copy of need for speed carbon which was really, really cool. Yeah. That was the first game I ever watched where it had cutscenes where I was like, I actually am not sure if this is real life or graphics. Right, right. So the future is now. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't want to, I want to go into some of the games later because I, I, like I said, I can't remember if, what games I had like right at the onset. Um, I will go over this very quickly with Greg because I do remember my first Xbox Live Arcade game. Mm-hmm. Because I wanted, I told Greg before we started recording this that I was definitely going to ask him what his favorite like Xbox Live game is. Because they did that; they had games that were kind of smaller, that didn't have a physical disc release, that were only available for download off the Xbox Live Marketplace. Yep. Um, PlayStation had theirs too. They were called PlayStation Network games. Yep. Um, Mine, in fact, I believe it was one of the first ones for that console period. It was called Small Arms. Do you remember okay. Small Arms? I do not. It was a. Uh, it was kind of like a Smash Brothers clone. Okay. But you were a little animal that had a weapon. It was like a. It was a cartoony animal that had like a, um, a weapon. Like there was a, on the the only one I remember off the top of my head was that on the cover of it there is a cat who's dressed up like a it's like a fucking generic, Gears of War jarhead kind of character with like I the love sci-fi. this already. Can we play this? Look it up I, right I, now. It's fucking great. And on his arm, he has like a Gatling gun. And I, I think there's like a ninja girl who's also on the cover. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just a Smash Brothers clone where it was just like a ranged, a ranged oh, Smash yeah. Brothers clone. Yeah. I was like this. And, and that would have been one of my first digital only games that I didn't have it physical. So I was like, I always got a kick out of starting up my 360 and and being like, I'm going to play small arms. Guess what? I don't have to get up and put it in. I can just press this button. It's on. Did you know that small arms is on the Xbox one? Is it really? Mm-hmm. I would fucking love to play that again. It's pretty wild. Uh, so what Evan said is partially true. They did come out with arcade games that were mostly for digital uh, download only. But for my instance, I had an Xbox arcade version, Xbox 360, mm-hmm. which came with a disc of pre-downloaded 
um, arcade games on it. It has, yep. I don't know, five, six games on it. And my favorite game on there was called Boom Boom Rocket. Boom Boom Rocket is basically a Guitar Hero rhythm game, but with fireworks that shot up in the sky. Oh. And they went off when you would press the A, X, Y, or B, and it was based off of those buttons, and you had to hit them when they were inside of the the mark like you would with a guitar on Guitar Hero. It'd be it'd be flying up there, and then it would have like a big A on it. Then you'd hit A, mm-hmm. and it would explode the rocket. Yeah, and the closer you got it to the middle, the better it was. And they yeah. would play songs in the background that went with it. And it was like uh, the one that I remember playing all the time was like the Hall of the Mountain King. Yeah, which is dun 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 dun. dun. Yeah. But this is the one I mistakenly thought was Geometry Wars. Right. It but, looks similar to yeah, Geometry Wars. But there is a mode on that where it starts off slow and it's infinite and it keeps speeding up the BPMs mm-hmm. and it keeps going and it keeps going until you're just sitting there like... You're like, Jesus fucking Christ. Your hand's starting to like... Seize up. Seize up and go into like some sort of mode and you're using the nubs of your thumb to like push... Yeah, of course. And then all of a sudden it would just like, hmm. and I was like, that was awesome. <laughs> was it as good for you as it was for you? <laughs> Let's go again. <laughs> but uh, no, Boom Boom Rocket was one of the original um, games on there. The other one that came on that same disc was uh, Sega Superstar Tennis, Tennis or something yeah. like that. And it was like Sonic. Eggman, uh, other guys from like I think Crazy Taxi and stuff like that. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah Sega does any have a lot of any Sega character you could think of. They had people. Yeah, they have Ulala from could, Space Channel Five. Yeah, you could play tennis with all of these characters, and you know what was weird? Tennis for some reason on Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty was hella fun. Yeah. No idea why. I ended up buying another tennis game. Oh, was, yeah, I saw and that. It, and it was like legit tennis. Like it's a pro championship yeah. type tennis. And it almost made me get ping pong because of it. So I was like, maybe I just really like the the idea of tennis, tennis. in game form. Hmm. But I sucked at it. Yeah, I was about to say, I fucking I was, hate video game tennis. I was good at <clears throat> I was good at the superstar, Sega superstars. But other than that, rough. Yeah, the only tennis game I'm good at is NES tennis. Yeah. My question to you, yeah. and this was a very big, innovative thing that came. <coughs> sorry. A big, innovative thing that came from the 360 was the Kinect. Yes. Um, Revolutionary. Did you have a Kinect? Yes. You did have a that Kinect. Was a, that was, I remember very clearly, was a Christmas gift. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, no one understood what the big deal was um, until we actually plugged it in. And then even my parents were like, yeah, you know, like every family who got a Wii yeah. got it out Christmas. And the entire family was like, you know what? This is pretty cool. Yeah. Like everyone played Wii tennis. Connect was very similar in my, in my house. We got, I, I remember when I was going through Greg's games, I saw his copy of Connect Adventures. Yep. I very clearly remember having a copy of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I half remember having Connect Sports, but not fully. I'm not going to commit to that. I know I had m- 
one or two other Connect games, but I cannot remember what they are. And ironically, neither of them were con- Star Wars Connect. Yeah, I did not own Connect Star Wars. Yep. Um, thankfully, I was I was saved from that nightmare of a travesty. <laughs> but um, yeah, that was Connect was. I never used it like to to navigate through the Xbox. I know a lot of people did. Yeah. Like I didn't use the voice commands to turn my Xbox on. I didn't swipe to go through the things. I I was like, I'm just going to use the controller. I did it all. Really? I used it to do hand gestures. I did it to uh, do voice to turn it on. I I should also mention that because of the 360 being such, the connect on the 360 being so much fun to me, I've got it for the one when they reintroduced the new version of the connect for the one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for some reason I sold it, sold it to someone. I don't even know if I sold it. I think I might've gave it away just cause I was done doing the connect games, even though they yeah. were still fun to me. I don't know, but um, <clears throat> the connect adventures so for the 360, I have a vivid memory of d- this is going to get a little bit weird, but my high school buddies um, and myself, Black Friday shopping was big, was a big thing back in high school. Like once we turned 16, we were like, we're going to do the get up at 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. to get in line and do this stuff. We did this throughout high school. Well, when this, uh, the Connect had come out, uh, I decided I was going to get it and it was going to be. I was going to get it on Black Friday or whatever. So we decided, well, we're just not going to go to bed Thanksgiving. They all came over at like 8 o'clock on Thanksgiving night. We watched the almost the entire first season of Digimon, Digimon? Adventures yeah. Yeah. and uh, then ended up going and buying the Connect and then playing it that morning. And then I just remember all of us dying at like 11 o'clock in the morning. And then we slept until like six that night (laughs) or something. And it was, it was a very, it was a very fun and unique uh, way. I like, I remember like the PlayStation two had like the eye toy. Yeah. um, Which was kind of like similar, but not the same thing. Yeah. Um, For, for God's sakes, they use both the 360 connect and the, um, the Xbox one connect. For security cameras now, people people use them. They plugged into you know a USB port, so they use them for their PCs. They use them like I think the one version, or maybe I could be wrong, has freaking like night vision. It's kind of terrifying, isn't it? <laughs> like, like the IR or IR on it was like such a crazy thing that it was you could be in like such dim lighting that it would spot things moving and it it would have you track like you could see the little green like box in the corner when you had the connect camera it would like show you yeah and uh when the lights were really really low you turned into a green object that was moving mm-hmm. so i was like that's it's pretty fucking cool for a video game console to have this sort of technology but yeah. um, I mean, didn't really u- utilize it to the best of the abilities. I mean, I did use like the I didn't get that many games. It was literally like two or three games, and then there I was weren't done. a whole lot. Yeah, but like um, I know the uh, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part Two was a big Connect game. No, um, there was a licensed uh, game of Brave, the Disney yep. movie that used the Connect. Yep. Um, it wasn't as much of like a 
gimmick thing with Xbox as like the motion controls of the Wii were. It was more like it seemed like it was more like Connect Adventures, which was like the release di- or the release game with the Connect. Yeah, was kind of meant as a tech demo to show you what it's capable of, and then everyone kind of the the main usage of it was what I said: the navigating, the menus, and and Xbox turn on and yep and and all that stuff. It's not like they were we there would be a lot more games for the Connect out if they were had made that a strategy to be like well we're going to sell Connect games now. Oh yeah, it didn't happen. It was it was basically just a tool, um, a tool that I did not use that often. Yeah, I mean I feel cool being able to say that I did have a Connect when it came out. Yeah, and I I feel the same way. Like I enjoyed having the Connect, but. I don't think I utilized it mm-hmm. as best I could. And then I got rid of it shortly after on the both, I think on the 360 and the one version, but mm-hmm. no. What about, uh, <clears throat> what about your games? Like do you, well, I, I have one more question before we get. Oh, into okay. Games. Um, I want, uh, quickly, uh, as many as you can think of just your favorite memories with the th- that are attached to the 360. Like whether that's a spe- playing a specific game with friends or just like a specific time of playing with game or playing with friends or something, um, like what is the most nostalgic, uh, best thing to look back of and think of like oh my god that is such a core memory favorite memories of of the 360. Um, I vividly remember playing Fable Two with my one buddy. Uh, he had Fable Two and I had Fable Two and we would. We would do this cheat code that was basically allowed us to, when, when we both would play on the one console, we could do it so that we could just give ourselves infinite experience mm-hmm. and we would just go back and forth. Like it was basically, you could give someone your experience. I think that's how that worked. So he would quit, he would start up, he would have the same amount of experience as me, and then we would just double my experience, do the same thing, double my experience, do the same thing, double my experience. And we would start off at like maxed, mm-hmm. maxed out skills. And then we would just play together, like doing the stupidest shit on that game. Um, I think another big one was Grand Theft Auto Five. was like yeah. such a, that was probably one of the most played group games that I was involved in. I remember sitting in... <clears throat> The, the waiting list or whatever, however you would call that of like a game loading and I would be in a friend group people playing and there would be like seven of us or something like that and we would just be waiting to do like the races or whatever that was underneath that bridge or whatever the over just over and over and over again and I don't know just a, just a lot of nostalgic like playing with playing with friends in high school um, if, if we're talking about like just single player games, I mean, for God's sake, Skyrim was, I mean, not, I think I played Skyrim before I played Oblivion. I think mm-hmm. that's how that went down. Um, and it was such a eye opening experience because I think I played Skyrim before I played the Fallout series. And I was like, this is just so great. Like this is such a fantastic game. And I remember sitting there and just, I almost had like an outer body experience of like the music was loud. It might've been the only one home on a Saturday night mm-hmm. and I was just playing Skyrim and 
music as loud as possible. And I just, I, I was, I almost felt like I was not even playing the game. Like I just felt like I was watching like a story unravel, hmm. which is a very, very strange way to put it. But it yeah. was like, I was like, man, this is just such good storytelling. This game is fantastic. And then my mind just got completely mind swiped when I got the Fallout uh, Three Game of the Year edition because mm -hmm. i i didn't get I didn't get Fallout Three until the Game of the Year edition, so which is usually like uh, the year after it comes out or yeah. whatever. <clears throat> and I it came came with all the DLC, and I remember bar I, I do remember borrowing it from one of my high school buddies. Uh, before the game of the year edition came out, like mm -hmm. I ended up buying that out, buying that separately. That's how I had gotten pretty much fell in love with the Fallout series was Fallout Three, and then I ended up playing Fallout New Vegas, and just such such good storytelling, the f such a unique way of like like I'd never messed with like the Vats system mm -hmm. or whatever. Like I was like, that's such a cool way to like target someone without actually having to be good yeah you know it's like oh it's based off of your in-game skills not your actual shooting skills yep oh trust me we're going to talk about skyrim and, oh, and but, fallout 3 but um no i mean lot just lots of times sitting around someone's house playing multiplayer game together a lot of fun single player games doing doing the rpgs putting stupid amount of hours into video games. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was definitely wild. Mm -hmm. What about yourself? Um well, I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping they're listening because uh, I'm going to do a massive shout out to my two younger brothers. Of our, I mean, I've already talked about them in this podcast. Um this this system I definitely 100% associate with them. Yep. Um, one of my, in fact, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and, and, and make a pretty big deal out of, out of saying this with concrete assurance to myself that it's probably one of my all time favorite memories of my entire existence, which was for a very long time, me and my, me and my younger brother, Andrew, we've been playing video games since we both got Pokemon for the Game Boy in the nineties. So, and we, we, we just, we, we played constantly and there were always some other people involved at different points. We played a lot with my cousin, um, who had a PlayStation two. So we played a lot of PlayStation two with him and we, and we had other cousins who kind of played with us. And like I said, we have a younger brother who am I, I have other video game memories associated with now, but like it was always us two playing games together. So the 360 was when we like that's where most of the bonding happened yep like we had been inseparable when we were like super super young like babies because I'm, I'm three years older than him um it just gradually grew until um we got to a point when we both knew we loved video games and that happened right around the time that the 360 became big um and one like i said one of my all-time favorite memories of my existence is we used to do this thing um, we called them hour longs. It, it would just be a fucking Saturday afternoon and I would be downstairs in my room and he would come down and be like, Hey man, you want to do some hour longs? And be like, sure, of course. And what we would do is we would, one of us would play oblivion. Uh, we each had a character uh, on the oblivion in, in on the 360. And one of us would play oblivion 
while the other one played whatever else, whatever else they wanted to play, like on our DS or some other on a laptop or something, could do whatever they want. But we had to be together, and you played your Oblivion game for an hour. We'd set a timer, and then after an hour went up, the other one got to play Oblivion for an hour while the other one got to play whatever else they wanted to play. And we would just do this for for the for entire weekends. We yep. would just switch on and off playing Oblivion hour longs. Um, so much so that we got Connor involved when he got old enough to be like, well, I like video games too. We started doing hour longs with him too for a little bit. How dare you? get him onto oblivion when it was rated t for teen? terribly it was, it was terribly, rated <laughs> terribly mature <laughs> well at that point we were pretty right pretty right, old right yeah but um that is just such a there there are i will go ahead and and state probably because i still am such a such a deep rooted fan of video games that it, I the, I will say I probably I think of it at least once a month mm-hmm. of back when I used me and Andrew used to do hour longs it was so much fun um, and I was gonna say another one of my favorite memories we um, we used to spend a lot of time bonding playing the online multiplayer of Battlefield Bad Company Two uh, basically what you would do in that is you would choose between four different classes. There was like the assault that used the machine guns. There was like the technical that used shotguns. There was the support that used like the the LMGs and did the medic stuff. And then there was the marksman who used the sniper rifles. Well, in all games where there were guns, Andrew was always the sniper. He loved being a sniper and I hated being a sniper. And we were we used to play um, uh, Battlefield. Um, we each had our own account or our own whatever on our own gamer tags. And Andrew noticed that I he's like your all of your your three classes the assault the support and the technical they're all like really advanced and and high level. But your sniper is like a level one. It's like yeah, it's because I fucking hate being sniper. Mm-hmm. And he's like, all right. Let's just go. Let's just play games back and forth, and we'll just stay on your account, and I'll just be your sniper. And I was like, that would be great because I'm never going to play the sniper. And once again, we would just spend entire weekends nonstop playing online Battlefield Bad Company Two online, where I would play a, a, a map where I would be the three classes, and he would be a play a map where he played my sniper and and increased and got everything unlocked and, and did yep. all this stuff. And I don't know why it's such a core memory for me, but like we used to, at one point we used, we just started listening to music while we did it. We just turned on random music on like a, my computer or something yep. on my laptop or whatever. And for whatever reason, I super associate the song buy you a drink by T-Pain with that because we used to listen to buy you a drink and sing it at the top of our lungs while we were playing Battlefield Bad Company <laughs> 2. I have no clue what possessed us to do uh, this, but it was just like, now whenever I hear that song, just the first thoughts in my head's like, mm, it's snowy in Russia right now. And Andrew is crouched in the bush. Yeah. And I'm watching him put someone's dude in, his, in the middle of his scopes and he's just like quietly humming like, you I'm gonna take you home with me. I got money in the. Should they take the shot? I don't know. I don't know why, but it was just. And and I believe we've talked about it since becoming adults. And he's and I believe he agrees. He's like, oh yeah, I completely associate 
T-Pain in general with Battlefield Bad Company <laughs> 2 just because of what we used to play. Oh, my. Um, I do want to just throw a shout-out to the controller. Yeah. The controller was probably one of my favorites to start off with. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it felt very ergonomic. Is yes. that the word I want to say? That's the exact word um, I want to say. It felt comfortable in my hands. Yes. Um, I know we kind of always talk about the controller. Um the idea of knowing what player you are based off of the lights mm-hmm. going around it. Genius. They still have it to this day. Um, but yeah, very, very good controller. Uh, I will state um, I do have a 360 controller. And if you look at the left thumbstick, it is kind of a terrifying thing to look at. Oh, yeah. It has morphed into a flat piece of rubber mm-hmm. that my finger or my thumb, I should say, has eroded. Has eroded over time. Yeah. And if you look at the right thumbstick, it's slightly used. Yeah. <laughs> like <the> only, <laughs> yeah. It's like I really only use the right thumbstick to aim. To aim. And then yeah. it was like left thumbstick. Yeah. Push forward constantly. Click in to run. Yep. Sprint. So mess. So much. Yeah. Just. Oh man. Um. Do want uh to throw a little love also to and I know I. Well, I, at least I think they still listen to the podcast. Um, two of our mutual friends. Yep. One, one of which is, of course, he is now a, a frequent character on this podcast known as the Alcoholic Mule. Correct. Um, <clears throat> I have a very cherished memory in high school of um, we agreed. It was just us three, I believe. There might have been a fourth person who was also um, who uh, I, I, I see quite often around here and we're pretty good friends. Um, but I, the, I, 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 right now I can, I can only think of that. It was me. And then these two, these two brothers, uh, we agreed early on in the week at school. We were like, um, they were like, Hey, let, let's just hang out this Friday. Let's, uh, you come over to our house and, and we'll just play some games and, and you spend the night and we'll, we'll have a good time. I'm like, that sounds like the fucking best thing ever, man. Um, and for whatever reason, we decided, we're like, let's go to Lima, which is, for those of you who don't know, is the local town with all the shopping. Um, and those of you who do know, laugh at that statement. <laughs> that Lima's the local town with all the fucking shopping. Lima has everything. Of course. Everything. But uh, they said, let's let's just go uh, to GameStop and let's buy... Let's buy a scary game because we 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 don't play scary games. And I was like, I never play scary games, so let's do it. And we decided to go... We're gonna. We looked forward to it all week, and we're like, this Friday, as soon as school's out, you run home, you grab your stuff, you come over, we go to Lima. We're gonna buy Dead Space, mm. and you're gonna bring it back, and we're gonna fucking play it all night. We're gonna go to Walmart, and we're gonna grab a shit ton of snacks, and we're gonna stay up all fucking night, and we're gonna try to beat, but at least play all night Dead Space, uh, while or me and one of them was. And the other guy, or the alcoholic mule, was like, "Well, um, you guys can do that. Um, I'm probably going to be playing RuneScape, right? Because they had this awesome setup in their basement where they would have the the TV with the game system right there, and then literally right, it's like the TV and the game system, and then the like chairs or the couch in front of it, and then behind the couch was their computer desk, yep. where they that's just where they gamed." And, um, uh, that's exactly, it's fuck. It's exactly what we did. We went, we went, we bought dead space. We, we played it until fucking like four in the morning. We ate shit. I probably got diabetes that night. We <laughs> ate snacks all night, 
he played RuneScape. We stopped playing just to fuck around with people on RuneScape. And then um, to cap it off, I don't know why we did this, but it was like five in the morning or six in the morning. And the one of, one of them's like, and he knows who he is. He was like, man, I feel like I need to get some energy out. Let's go out to the trampoline. So we went outside at like six in the morning out to their backyard and, and, and just jumped on the tramp at six in the morning and then just laid down. We didn't go to sleep. We just laid down and just sat there and just talked about <laughs> fucking dead space and runescape. And it was, it is one of my most cherished memories that I will probably think about before I die. Cause it was it's so much going to flash through your head. Yes. Yeah. And you'll be like just laying on the trampoline, staring up yeah. at the sky. It's a fucking beautiful moment in my <laughs> life, but yeah, that is there. That is a nice thing about con like video games is thank God that they had more than one remote or one controller. Yeah. And you could actually enjoy it with friends. That was, that was just so a big thing specifically about this console to me. Yeah. That really turned me. I don't know if I want to say it that way, but it really turned me from being like the lone wolf. Like I just jumped from click to click mm -hmm. into I found a solid group of friends that yeah, like I could game with, I could talk to, and it was, it was, yeah. I mean, some people say video games all they do is rot your brain. I think it brings people together, and it uh, is a nice time consumer, and it's a good way to spend your that spend that time specifically yeah. with your pals. At the end of playing a video game, you've done the same amount of 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 mental impact as someone who just finished reading a book. Right. But everyone thinks reading books is way more healthy. It's like it's you're you're not changing the world by reading a book. So there's really no difference. You're just taking in a story. Yep. Um, and that's I was gonna say, I agree with you, but that shows how the power of video games because the three super cherished memories I just gave you weren't even you using multiple controllers right they were they were switching on and off and and handing the controller between us so that we could all take part in this thing together and it's still a and i've talked to those two friends our mutual friends and and mentioned that and they're like oh my god dude that was so much fucking fun yep so it it impacts you oh yeah and when you make those those it's, it's that it's that ironic thing of like when adults look back and look at those core memories they make in high school. It's like they're always attached to something. Yep. And like just because of our age group and our interests of video games, it's like it's almost like the 360s so wrapped up into that, into like all of our core nostalgic memories from like high school yep. and making friends and not to suck Microsoft's dick here, but... Glug, glug. <laughs> I was going to go without the sound effect, but... Oh. Greg, editor Greg, editor Greg, that. take that, take that out and replace with um, the sound of me plunging a toilet. Oh God! Go ahead and do it, Greg. I don't want to do that. Glug glug. <laughs> uh, now we should talk about the games. Yeah, and uh, just for you know time, mm -hmm. do you want to pull out? I know you have it. Your CLZ. Well, games I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that, Greg. Your CLZ games app. You're gonna. Sh Show off your list of video games. I've got uh, this great list, I've, and it's all so conveniently placed. <laughs> and in 480K. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, I guess just kind of going down your list of games. 
Um, any of that just stand yeah, was, out to you or if you want to, I was going to say, do you want to do that thing where we just take turns going back and forth? Sure. Each mentioning one game at a time. Sure. All right. Well, I got to throw real quick. And since we already talked about it, so this will be quick. And we're talking like these were very, very good games. We're not yes. talking about the, unless you want to throw like a worst game ever. Yeah. Sure. Throw some go, terrible go, games go, go ahead. But, but uh, I got to throw some love again to Peter Jackson's King Kong. I fucking love that game. Um, <laughs> Anything else you want to add to that? Uh, other than the last time that you talked about the King Kong? No, it's just a great game. Um, okay, then. What about you? This game was fantastic that they remastered it, mm-hmm. and I almost bought it, and I didn't, and I kind of regret it. Uh, Kingdoms of Amalar Reckoning. Oh, yeah. Very good RPG game. Grant Kirkhope did the music to that. Oh, really? I don't know who that is. That's the guy who did the music to Banjo-Kazooie. Oh. Perfect Dark and uh, did the DK rap. He wrote the DK rap. Here we go. Yeah. Uh, But no, very, very good game. Um, Mm -hmm. Probably one of my my few favorites um, are RPGs on the 360 don't you sully bethesda like that don't we're gonna get there you just spent like this entire podcast sucking bethesda's dick and i'm Shh. right there i'm kneeling right there next to you man Shh, don't betray us with kingdoms no, no, of Avalor. I, I'm, I'm going i'm looking at the piles and i'm going down the line <laughs> uh for me um I, I know i already just kind of mentioned this but it's the first one in the series uh battlefield bad company one was one of the first first-person shooters I ever got to own. Um, and I don't know, I think I've already told you this at, at some point in the podcast, but like the thing about bad com- Battlefield Bad Company games is that they poured so much time, effort, and money into like the audio of it. It sounds incredible. Like the echo of every shot and and every gun's specific sound. So playing that for the first time, I got it for Christmas, and playing that for the first time, I was like, this is so crazy. Just like, I, I I, don't think I had hit the point in my life when I like need, I was like, I don't need to listen to the game to play it. I would rather watch YouTube while I play video games. I haven't hit that yet. So I was like, man, I really appreciate the, like the audio engineering of this game. And I feel like it was just that game. It wasn't like Battlefield, Battlefield games in general. Cause I played other Battlefield games like Battlefield 4 and uh battlefield three battlefield three and four yep and it wasn't as impactful i was just like the ec- every time you fire you can hear the echo as if you're just looking out a window mm-hmm. it's crazy it was just very accurate sounds yes yep um no i talked about it a little bit grand theft auto 5 for god's sakes they still haven't come out with six yet um but huh. it's that when that game came out it was life-changing they've remade it like three times now mm-hmm. one for the one and then they even redid it for the series x i'm pretty sure so yeah that was such a good game first game i think that i played multiple different characters and like they like overlapped with one another yeah in the story mode and then the story mode was separate from the online and the online was such a blast um because you got to do heists you got to do um races with one another and and then they had similar to like a survival mode where you had to shoot the other people blah 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 blah. yeah very very good game still good even on the one and whatever it's fantastic Mm -hmm. 
Um, another game that I associate very closely with the, that pair of mutual friends we have, because they let me borrow it a few times, was the original Dead Rising game. Mm, that was, very good. That was just so cool to me, the idea of, like, I mean, there is a story, and you have to follow it, otherwise you just lose the game. But for the most part, you can get a decent amount of gameplay in and just not do anything story and just explore the mall and find cool shit and save some people if you want and see how far you can make it and save random people. Yep. Um, plus, I told you, hearkening way back to the, to the, uh, I believe it was Joystick Olympics, um, where I was talking about, while well, talking about Peter Jackson's King Kong, I told you I love that feeling of safety in games. Yep. If you need a game where that is just so clear, it's Dead Rising. Because like when you finally make it back to the safe house you're in safe. there, where you're safe and you know zombies can't get in, and 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 it's kind of like the safe houses in Left 4 Dead too. Yeah. Um. That just that feeling that like <laughs> I got to venture out there, venture back out there eventually. But right now, I'm for now, I'm just safe. Yep. I feel safe in here. Oh yeah. It's just fantastic. I am going to combine two together because why not? Mm -hmm. Halo Reach and Halo 4. Um, why are you combining those two together? So listen, it's because I owned them both. This is the only Halo games on the 360 that I owned. You didn't and own Halo 3? No, oh. I did not own the Halo 3. Halo 4 was my favorite Halo. Mine too. Halo. Well, besides Halo Reach. I liked it because I liked the multiplayer oh. the best that way. Story was good too. Halo Reach, I liked the story as well. Um, even though like I didn't really enjoy playing the story mode on the earlier Halos. I played oh, them, but but that was because my friends were very much into playing the legendary, getting all the skulls. Man, Greg. All of that jazz. It's crazy how similar we are. Yeah. I literally on this app on this app of mine have Halo 1, Halo 1, no, I think all three of the original, the Bungie Halo trilogy as sevens. Yep. And then Halo 3 ODST I have as an eight. And then Halo Reach comes around, that's a 10 for me. Yep. And then Halo 4 comes around, and I believe I gave that a nine. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I would switch Halo 4 and Halo Reach with your ratings, but mm -hmm. I, I loved Halo 4. Um, it was very good. Halo Reach was also very good. I thought they were both better than Halo 1 through 3. So Yeah, people apparently that's but that's heresy. That that is like people will throw lightning bolts at me for saying that. Yeah, for saying the 343 three Halos are yeah. better than the Bungie Halos. But Hell I yeah. but I liked them and I don't know what to tell you. Well, I'm right there with you, man. But I do too. And I love I actually I think I gave Halo 5 Guardians, I believe I gave that an 8 too. So I actually ranked Halo 5 higher than the original Halo. I did not play 5. I have played infinite but i haven't done the story so oh yeah yeah it's, well halo 5 i just love because they finally just gave up and made the control scheme like a call of duty right it's not like i was like oh it makes sense now they're not just <laughs> sticking to the fucking halo yep. control scheme because it's halo yep there's a reason call of duty is seen as the industry standard with first person shooters Bungie. Um, I'm going to go back and uh, throw some love to the Xbox Live Arcade. I'm also going to combine two um, just because they're the two that I love the most from Xbox Live Arcade. So I'm making up rules too, Greg. Cool. Um, one game is Castle Crashers. Okay. Um, did I think I did play that. Fantastic game and a riot to play with people. 
uh once again greg if we if we ever do fucking get off our asses it's hilarious it's the opposite actually if our asses ever sit down sit down and we actually go back to making youtube videos we need to play castle crashers yeah it's, it's super fun to play with a person um and the other one is toy soldiers mm. have you ever played toy soldiers it sounds familiar that is a game where it takes place inside a toy box that's made up like a diorama or a or a a model of like uh World War 1 battlefields and stuff. Yep. And there would be there would be the whole point is you need to stop the enemy troops from f- going into your toy box. And you did that by placing placing weapon toys so it's kind of like a tower strat or a tower defense game yep um but in this game if you lay down like a machine gun like an emplate an, a machine gun emplacement if you lay it down you could then click on it and then take control of it and it became like a third person shooter where you're in a turret and you were yep. just firing or and then they had um vehicles like old world war one tanks and biplanes that you could drive around and but they were like they had wind-up keys on them because it's all toys. Yep. And I was like, this is just so fucking charming and cool. This idea that it's just like a, a big, a bunch of, it's like kids playing toys. Yep. But you get to control the turrets and, and do everything yourself if you want to. No, those are, I, I think I did play both of those games. That does sound very familiar. Um, I'm going to skim over these these two because we already talked about them but oblivion and uh skyrim both very very good elder scroll games um i want to do i just want to throw throw it back to when i was and still sort of am a major weeb uh naruto shippuden ultimate ninja storm 2 uh i was big into naruto growing up and uh that game scratched all the itches that i had ever with that entire uh series so yeah the naruto fighting games are all really good yeah i um, had naruto shippuden ultimate ninja storm generations i think i think that was like the newest one yeah or something yep very fun games very very fun uh i think mostly just because i liked to watch the mini uh ultimate move cutscenes. yeah dude where they'd like overlay into one another and you're just like the finishing moves in there fucking great yeah, dude. Who's who's your who's your main in most Naruto fighting games? Man, I really enjoyed playing as Rock Lee for a lot of things because <laughs> nice. I would I would unleash the gates. Yep, and the chakra gates. Oh yeah, and then he would just go fucking off full red. And, oh yeah, it would yeah. be great. Um, I was a Hashirama guy myself. Yeah, like, it was very Okage. very very fun uh, series. I I had him on some of the Naruto games on GameCube too, so it was it was enjoyable. Um, gotta throw some love to at least the first and second Lost Planet games. Mm. Um, what was Lost? They were a uh, Capcom games, uh, third person shooters, and the big gimmick with those was that uh, they were all on ice planets. Don't know why I thought I was thinking of Little Big Planet or whatever the oh, hell it no. was. Yeah, sorry. No, you're good. That's uh the the gimmick with them was that you uh were on an ice planet so in order to live you had to collect thermal energy but and you got that by like shooting aliens like mm-hmm. these alien insects and stuff um but the uh they gave you so much of it that you really didn't have to worry about it so it just became a normal kind of third person shooter 
and the game feel on that game is really, really good. Mm. And they had these uh, like kind of like mech suits you can get into that were really fun to run around with. And Sweet. The stories were kind of lame because it's Capcom. Right. But uh, uh, the gameplay of like one and two, three is different. Three, they put a lot more time and effort into like the story and making it feel a lot more Western. Whereas right. like one and two feel like Japanese Capcom games. Yep. Um, very, very, very good games. Okay. Um, and I got to throw love towards all of them, even though the one I'm going to specifically talk about, some people will look at me funny. Um, all Assassin's Creed games, I've literally played probably over 80% of them. There's been like 10 of them now or Let's something say, Greg, like that. Have you ever played Assassin's Creed Altair's Chronicle? No, but like big console games I've yeah. played. Not uh, not the handhelds, you know, not the other stuff, but like you the, play big, Bloodlines. the bigger consoles. I played a lot of those. But the one specifically that I'm going to say is Black Flag, the fourth one. Yeah, that's the one you have. Um, yeah, that I, I'm going through my list of games that I have. That one was so much fun because of the sea shanties that they sang in, yeah. in that. And for some reason that just every time they would start singing, I would start humming it. And then I would have a smile on my face. Mm-hmm. Because I was just like, I'm a fucking pirate. This is fun. But yeah. uh, I have sunk an ungodly amount of hours into Brotherhood and Revelations mm-hmm. um, because they added the whole you get to like organize your own assassin's den and yep. send them out on missions. Oh, yeah. I used to fucking love that shit. But I would have to say, like, all the whole package. I would have to give it to Assassin's Creed 3. That was like the one I played, and I was like, this is so fucking cool. So, holy shit. Funny because most people, I think, think 3 is where it went off off the rail. Off the rail because that was during the Revolutionary War. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, I loved all the Assassin's Creed games that I've played, yeah. even the newer ones where they started turning them more into like legit RPGs where. Like you have to worry about your storage and stuff like that, mm-hmm. your holding of weapons and all that. But yes, all the Assassin's Creed, specifically four for the 360 Black Flag, just because it was such a great game to me. Yeah, um, I'm gonna say one that uh, a lot of a lot of video game fans are gonna be very surprised at, and I, I might get some hate mail for. But I have a lot of fond memories attached to Banjo Kazooie Nuts and Bolts. Same. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I know I I mean I know we're not that's going against the grain and we're supposed to hate that game. But I just I was like But not I would th- I would never say I want it more than a, a just a legit Banjo 3. Right. N- not for the 360 for me, but when I got the rare replay for the one. Yeah. That was f- a lot of fun to me. But no, it was, I, it was just fun. It was just a fun little game where you got to create ve- vehicles and Oh yeah. I you got to be creative and yeah test out how cool you could be with flying or driving or boats or all three or all three because they I mean, could do that uh i gotta throw some love to john tron's banjo kazooie nuts and bolts video because he, he everything he says in that video is true and as i've just said i feel like we have to re again re- restate i would rather have banjo 3e right than banjo kazooie nuts and bolts but I do have a lot of really good memories with Nuts and Bolts playing it. Same, um, yep. Even though I can objectively say it's probably not that great a game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just going to say it, but then I'm going to skip right past it. Dark Souls. 
Um, yeah, I, I own it. Just the first one. Just the first one on 360. Yeah, <sighs> that is uh, the stress stressful motherfucking game. That is the only one I really like. I'm currently playing Dark Souls three. I will I will state that I could see why people like those games. I prefer Elden Ring. They're beautiful games. They are. They're very they're very very fun to play. But when you get killed, it is by far the most unbearable thing in the oh, world. Yeah. I, I'm just saying, Elden Ring is so good. If you get the chance to play, you should definitely play it. Yeah, I played it for about 10 minutes. A friend of mine let me play his when he was at my house once. And I was like, "Ah, this is fucking awesome, but I don't want to play it because I I want it to be for series gaming Mm -hmm. Um, because I don't want to play it. Every every minute I spend playing it before I'm supposed to play it, I feel like it's wrong. Um, Did you ever play Bloodborne? No. Bloodborne is fucking great, too. And I will admit Bloodborne is better, at least in my rankings, Bloodborne is better than Dark Souls um, even though I believe I gave them both an eight, mm-hmm. I gave Dark Souls two a two. I believe that game fucking sucks. There's <laughs> so much wrong with that game, game design wise. And three got rid of a lot of the shitty decisions because three two was the only one in the series where um, oh, fuck I don't I don't remember his name. The main guy attached to From Software who who kind of took the lead as the the lead developer, mm-hmm. the guy in charge. Um, I feel like his name is Hidateki, maybe. I might be wrong about that, though. The, the main guy, he stepped back and was only was uh, only in an advisory role for DS2. Yep. And that's why, and, and I, it's one of those things, Greg, I told you, I fucking hate how now I play games and I think they suck and I go on the internet hoping to see everyone mirror my feelings and everyone else is just saying the game's fucking awesome. I was so fucking angry at Dark Souls 2. And I went to the internet and I was like, to vindicate myself, I'm like, they've got to agree with me on this. And everyone agrees Dark Souls 2 is like the best one in the series. I'm like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. This game (laughs) is so much worse than Dark Souls 1. And Dark Souls 1 is not that great to me. Right. But uh, because the same thing happened with Jack 2. (laughs) Yeah. For some reason, you just don't like sequels. Oh, my God fucking god i can't stand jack 2 i'm playing jack 3 and it's just as bad oh don't say that i like jack 3 oh my god i fucking hate it god we should play it on the youtube channel then no 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 so i can shit on it and you can try to defend it but um yeah yeah all of those dark souls games nice uh i feel like i want i'm not going to talk about it that much because i want us to do a whole episode on this franchise um, the Bioshock games mm, because I, I enjoyed did, them. I did play all three for series gaming, so it's done. Yeah. And I know that they're still trying to juggle around making a movie for it. Um, but I, those, um, the gameplay can be iffy at times. Um, I know once again, it's very heretical to say, but I probably would rank if I'm ranking them, I would go, uh, best to worst. I would say two infinite than one, mm-hmm. which is like the opposite that everyone says. Yep. Um, just the story and the world building in those games is incredible. And I would love to have a whole episode dedicated to Bioshock. Yep. Um, Borderlands one and two. Uh, I had yeah. two very, very good series. Very, very fun to play. Um, my one buddy that same thing with Halo three would go to his house. We would play Borderlands, uh, both one and two. Um, just, I would just watch him play sometimes just cause it was, fun even though not playing it 
just an enjoyable game because the humor in mm-hmm. those games, for God's sakes, Claptrap needs to have his own movie by now. Yep. But um, very, very fun, very, very great series of games still to this day. Like I think I just played the one of the most recent ones on the one, but uh, very good series in my eyes, uh, specifically the Borderlands 2. Two. Yeah. Yeah, this is why I keep making it a running joke on this podcast that I keep saying, I think I've played more video games than... I think I've spent more time playing video games than I've spent being alive. Right. Because I, again, you don't know put, what, you don't know how there, how you could possibly have put so many hours. No. Cause you just, every answer you've given has reminded me of the probably hundreds of hours I've right. put into Borderlands 2. Oh, yeah. I played so much. F- I, that's one of the few games where I completed every DLC too, yep. like 100%. Yep. It's like, geez, I don't, I really did not leave the house much when I was in high school yep. with the 360. This was the reason I did not have friends. For you, it was the reason you had friends. For right, me, it's the reason right. I didn't. Yeah. Who needs friends when you've got Halo Reach? Uh, what about you? Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's, oh, come on, man. Come on. Portal. Yeah, for sure. Some of the best games ever for created. For sure. The comedy behind those. The script in yes. those games is immaculate. Both one and two. Yes. Very, very good game. They... they they are so the first game literally has two characters you and the antagonist yeah and the antagonist ends up being one of the greatest characters created for video games period probably for entertainment mediums in general i also feel like it's got one of the m- more original memes which the cake, the cake is, is a lie. lie of course um yeah don't very, believe what the rat man says yeah very 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 good game. did you ever find the rat man nests in no, portal one i don't think i did they were very creepy they were extremely creepy portal 2 gave us wheatley yeah another one of the best characters oh written. yeah very very then you got to put glados in a potato, in a potato yeah yeah it's, it's perfect how could you ask for more? Can't. And then they came out with that bridge construction game, and oh. that was kind of fun to play, too, even. Uh, I gave that game like a four, I think. Well, well I had fun playing it. Yeah. It was simple. But, but Portal 1, I gave a nine, and Portal 2. And I think in my list of series, I believe Portal is in the top because, A, there's only two There's only two games, mm-hmm. so it's easy for it to do do well. But like I, get, like I said, I gave the first one a nine and the second one a ten. So, like, the whole series is a 9.5. That's a really fucking good score for a video game series. Yeah. So. Um, I don't know if a lot of people know of this game. Uh, I enjoyed it. Sleeping Dogs. Yeah. Um, it was like GTA met uh, the Yakuza games. Because mm-hmm. those are all fun to play, um, in my opinion. Um, very, very enjoyable. I played quite a bit of it. I loved the fighting style combat in that. Um, just very, very good. Very fun to play game. Uh, I don't even know what else to say about that. But Yeah, I've always, I have it. I've always wanted to play it, but I've, of course, put it on the series gaming list. So <laughs> um, I'm going to stick on the on the Valve fan train and, and bring up Left 4 Dead. Yeah. Left 4 Dead's very has probably some of the best game feel in video games like just without even firing guns just moving around in that game feels great i have yet to play the back for blood back for blood which is the fourth one that just came out for the left for dead there's four left for dead games it's 
not officially a Left 4 Dead game, but it is a Left 4 Dead game. Huh. Uh, it's called Back 4 Blood. There's a Left 4 Dead 3? Yeah. Pretty there sure. is not. Pretty sure. I've gone this long in my life without knowing about this. Pretty sure. Dude, Valve, Left 4 Dead 3 isn't happening, says developer. It's Valve. They don't make third entries, remember? Well, then they made a fourth one, because if you look, if you type in back for blood, back for the blood. number four, back for oh, blood, back for blood. So it's like a, a spiritual successor, I think, but it's an, it's another zombie chasing you game. It's a 2021 first person shooter game developed by Turtle Rock and published by Warner Bros. Um, the game is considered to be a spiritual successor to the Left 4 Dead series. Ah, so. Okay. Yeah. Same thing. Well, damn. I need to play this then. Yeah. Uh-huh, wow. Adding um, it to the list. Let me look at my other. That was just my one pile, the one tower. Yeah. Now time to look at the other tower. Um, I already said it, so I'm gonna say it, and then I'm gonna say another game. The Fallout games, of course, great. Yep. Um, this one, my the there might be one or two listeners out there that are like gonna lose their shit when I mention it. SmackDown versus Raw 2010. Oh yeah. There is a piece of paper somewhere in this house that has uh tag team championships between this was when i was in college my roommate uh my neighbor and then one of our buddies where we would have tag team championship matches and we kept track we kept stats of who won when and how many wins that duo has had and it was hella fun just gonna <laughs> just gonna do a shout out here. Uh, old school Undertaker and uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin, still the best duo. Damn, still holding holding the tag team championship still, yeah. right now. You still have it framed somewhere. So you two know you two out there that would play with our truth and somebody else needs <laughs> need to uh, get your shit together so we can bust that game back out. <laughs> Yeah, we played a our main res, <clears throat> wrestling game was WWE SmackDown versus Raw 2009. Yeah, I mean, I also had like uh, WWE 2K14, but it just wasn't the same as SmackDown versus Raw. Yeah, the 2K games, it's just it, it feels like it got a little too yeah sports gamey. Yep. But uh, and I remember 2009 had that like it was either 2009 or 2007 mm-hmm. had like the story mode where um there's two story modes there's a story mode that where you can create your own wrestler yep. and then there's like a road to wrestlemania or whatever yep. and then there's one where it didn't involve custom characters but it was like broken up into chapters and each chapter was based on a wrestler yep but it was one single storyline mm-hmm. and i was like this is fucking awesome and i remember that is also one of my most cherished memories is playing WWE games or WWE SmackDown versus Raw 2009 with my younger brother um, and my cousin because we all three of us used to watch Raw every Monday night. And um, there was just this one time, I don't know if we all did cocaine before we started playing, but like we played a ladder match and it was the most intense thing I've ever been a part of. It was just like every five seconds, one of us was knocking the other one off the ladder and we'd start screaming and then another one would get up and then we'd start tagging. And it was like, after we were all like drenched in sweat and panting when it was over. And we're like, what the fuck just happened? Did we just, 
we just clock out there for a little bit and just have so much fun that it, it was like an out-of-body experience. This is why I loved all of the wrestling games growing up because you could just... The tables, ladders, and chair matches were just absurd. Yeah. And it was... You would have some guy on the ground trying to tap A as fast as physically possible would have zero energy and then at the very last second would pop up push the ladder over and the person falls out of the ring. Oh my God. I want to play the game right now. It's just absurd. Let's see. Let's see here. Um, uh, I will take this time to, um, throw some hate and I'm going to, I'm going to say some, uh, maybe one or one or two of my turns talking about games that sucked. And, uh, I, I, I have to say probably one of some of my least favorite games for the 360 were the gears of war games. I agree. Specifically gears of war one and two. I didn't like any of the gears of war games. I thought they were all dumb. They are such a chore to play. I didn't like the third person shooter back in the day. I've since then kind of, it grew on me. I mean, you could play Fallout both in first or third, but yeah, I never really liked the Gears games. Well, I played them all in order when I, as an adult. Yeah. And they're just, I, I, I will admit I gave three and eight, which is a pretty good score. Yep. Um, But they're just so fucking uninteresting. Like the characters, the story. The color palette is just all grays and browns and blacks and whites and and everyone looks like a fucking meatball in human form and and it's just it's so bad it's mm-hmm. bad but then again in the true vein of like how we were going with Halo I've I have I did just recently beat Gears of War four and that game is great I believe I gave that game a nine yeah it's really really good and I'm playing Gears of War five which for whatever reason is a bit of a downgrade in graphical quality, but gameplay wise, it's still fun. Usually that doesn't happen. No, but. it's weird, but yeah, gears of war one and two fucking suck gears of war three and judgment. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm going to still stay on cause I have such a love for all three sixty. Oh games. yes. Yes. Of course. I'm going to keep staying on the positive ends and I'm going to just do a rapid fire just for time. Okay. Cause I know you have a couple uh, bad ones that you want to do. Um, the Fable series, Fable 2 and 3, very, very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, love that entire series. Have a lot of history there. The Darksider series. Oh, um, yeah. Very, very fun. Two specifically because I had it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like one of the first ones that made it feel like a more of an RPG where you collected different weapons and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, the first one was essentially a God of War clone. Yep. Um, Darkness 1 and 2. Um, very, very fun, unique style of game where you had to stay to the shadows to continue being powerful. Um, very, very fun. Uh, Red Dead Redemption. Oh yeah, dude. Such a fantastic game. Um, I arguably liked Red Dead more than GTA. Oh yeah. I, I could get behind that too. Um, uh, I'm going to say two more the Forza games. Got my Forza 4. That was my, I think, my first Forza game that I had that I really got into. It kind of goes back to um, the original Xbox with Sega GT, yeah. um, but it wasn't exactly Forza. But the the whole idea there was, you know, upgrading your car, making it better, getting a better car, 
Was Forza f- 4, was that the one that was kind of packaged with the 360 a lot? I think so. I think, that's it, the one I, that I, I think it was pretty uh pretty popular one that just had come the out. sheer amount of cars you can have access to in that game is insane. Oh yeah. And then I'm gonna this is my last one that I'm gonna say um that I owned and my my roommate and I played this game religiously along with one of our buddies, and we like within the last two or three years have played this. Um Supreme Commander two. Oh yeah. It is sort of like uh the it's the Command and Conquer series, but it's a uh, you could call it a spiritual successor. Mm-hmm. Um where you know you're you build your base, you make your guy, you get a bunch of soldiers, you get robots that are dinosaurs, you get oh my god, it's, it's just such a such a fun game and then we would just nuke the fucking shit out of one <laughs> another. And then we'd have like missile defense silos and it would just be like constant back and forth. And we'd like be making deals of like, okay, you and I are good until we kill this other person. Mm -hmm. And then just the betrayal that would happen (laughs) from some of this shit. Very, very fun uh, series. um, The command games, Um, Supreme commander Two, Very, very fun. Hmm. Um, But yeah, I'm going to let you, uh, go th- if you want to do a couple rapid fires on some good ones, and then if you want to throw that last shitty well, I, shitty call out out there. I think I actually lost the other one that sucked, so I'll probably just forget it. Um, okay, I, I can just name. Do off. some rapid fire of some good ones. Um, so let's see here. Uh, I played a lot. Uh, I think we mentioned it at the beginning of this. Just Cause Two. Yeah, a lot of that fun um, game. Um, we played a lot of. Um, Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Advanced Warfighter 2. Never really got into it. One of the longest fucking titles of a video game I've ever played. Yeah. It's like that title's longer than the game itself. Yep. Um, uh, I played a lot of Tony Hawk Proving Grounds. Mm. That was my big skateboarding game for 360. Um, I think I played the skate games. Yeah. Skates were big. Yep. Uh, Lost Odyssey. I can't remember if I've talked about it on this podcast. Um, me and my brother, uh, were big into playing games together and we were like, Hey, we have, we have a car and I can drive and, and we have money. Let's drive to GameStop and just pick the most, a game at random that we just have no fucking clue what it is. We never heard a single thing about it and buy it and see if it's fun. And we bought Lost Odyssey, which is just a Final Fantasy clone. That's all it is. Um, and uh, we were like, this is great. This is awesome. We need to do this more often because we just found this out of nowhere and it's great. And I believe we did it one more time, but I can't remember the game and I can't, I couldn't even tell you if it was good or not. But um, Lost Odyssey was very fun. Um, I put a lot of hours into Civilization Revolution, yep. which was like the cartoony version of the Civ games. Yep. Or the cons- cartoony console version of the Civ games. Um, quite a few uh, Lego games. Uh, Lego. Oh, I yeah. played a lot of Lego Batman, the first one, not so much the second or third ones. Um, Lego Star Wars, Lego Lord of the Rings. I played a lot of Lego games on this. Um, probably my first Mortal Kombat game Ooh, uh, was Mortal Kombat versus the DC Universe, mm. which was a crossover game where you got to fight Scorpion as Batman and shit. Yeah. And Shazam as Sub Zero. And I was like, this is pretty fucking awesome. Say, I had Mortal Kombat Complete Edition with a K. Is that Mortal Kombat 9 then? 
has no idea. Because Mortal Kombat X is 10. No idea. I'm pretty sure it's 9. But Does it have Scorpion and Sub-Zero on the cover? That sounds sort of familiar. I'd have to look at it. Um, scrolling here for a minute. I did play a little bit of, or I shouldn't say a little bit, I beat the game, but Dante's Inferno. Oh, yeah. Which is, again, just a God of War ripoff. But, very fun game. But uh, very, very good. Alan Wake. Oh, yeah. Um, they just made Alan Wake 2. Yeah. Um, but that was a game, once again, sorry to keep bringing it back, but I played with my younger brother and we were like, this is really cool. Mm-hmm. And it's like a horror game, which we're not usually into. Um, back to the Xbox Live games, uh, Limbo. Limbo's yeah. fucking fantastic. Played that. Super artful game. Um, I think that's like, of course, there's got to be like tons more, but. Honestly. Right. And I, and I just went through my list of physical games that I have here. I probably have more somewhere. Like I know for a fact that I have another pile probably about that same size somewhere. Mm-hmm. No idea where they are. Yeah. But, uh. I uh, I guess I didn't say it. I actually um I do not have my 360 from my from childhood yeah. or teenagehood um or any of my games cuz uh, I I won't say I'm ashamed of it because it, it led to a lot of fun but I actually turned in my 360 and all my entire 360 game collection into GameStop in order to get a PlayStation 4. Yep. Um and I Arguably, maybe maybe the timelines match up because I've had the PS4 for so long, but I probably have put comparable amount of hours into the PlayStation 4 as I have the 360. So, but I do regret that not, or at least not taking a picture of my collection of games before yeah. I sold it, so I could see all the games I used to oh, play. Yeah. But, uh, but did your three your 360 did Red Ring at some point, right? No, never Red Ringed. Still works. To really? The, to, I could I could bust it out right now and play. SmackDown versus Raw 2010. Wow. It's now I would need new controllers. Mm. All of my controllers are fucked. Fucked, yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, No, console still Mm. works. Never had it red ring. Cross my fingers that one day when I finally buy some 360 controllers just to bust that out again one more time. It'll be a fun little Mm -hmm. nostalgic day. Call me for that because that'll be fun. Mine red ringed. I but mean, I did send it in and got it fixed. So. There, there will be a day, Evan, and I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Where I, because I already have two TVs up, mm. I'm gonna get like four more TVs in here, <laughs> and we're gonna bust out every single console that I have, and we're gonna hook them up to each TV, and we're just gonna have like thirty people here, and we're just gonna play twenty four hours of game. Any game that I owned is up for grabs to play. And we're just gonna see what what happens. We've talked about it, and and my brothers have basically said all but said like, whenever uh, the life situations work out so that I can finally get engaged, um, that's they're like that's what your bachelor party is gonna be. It's just gonna be us in a shed with just. 20 TVs with game systems set up <laughs> and just tournaments all over the place. And I cannot wait. That sounds fantastic. Most most bachelor parties have the gambling. Well, mine's all the gambling is going to be in the video the games. The video games. Yeah. So that sounds awesome. It's going to be fun. But no, Xbox, just to recap Xbox 360, fantastic console. Had it for quite a while. Still works. You know, would bust it out even now. To, mm-hmm. to, the, to this day. It's a great game. Great games for it. Great console. 
great controller. If you had to give it a rating, the console itself, out of 10. Back then? Back then and I now. I would have given it a 10 and 10. Well, I'm just going to say that for every You're going to say that because <laughs> at the time, why would you have it yeah. if it wasn't a 10 out of 10? Um, now, I would probably give it like, I'd give it an 8.2 mm. once again just shows you how much i love the higher systems on my list yep um, i'd give it once again you're probably right back in the day 10 out of 10 uh i'd probably give it an 8.5 just a little bit higher mm-hmm. uh than you but i also still have mine and you just hated yours so much that you got rid of it and said fuck you in, microsoft switch it to sony i put it in a cardboard box and drove it out to the country and you put a gun to its head. Wrote for, I wrote free on the box and oh, left it. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, How are you getting rid of your Xboxes, man? With drowning. <laughs> threw it I don't a, shoot my Xbox. Threw it in a river. I drown them. <laughs> uh, but no, this was fun. Now I'm sad because I'm going to want to play these and I have... Not played a video game in probably two months. It's actually... Really? I haven't played since September. Like, I mean, other people being here playing a game, Mm -hmm. but like me sitting down and physically playing one of my story games or whatever. Mm -hmm. Haven't done it since like September. Just too busy? I don't know. I think I'm like on a Netflix kick right now. Oh, yeah. I would... Yeah, that happens. I'm really getting into like watching a bunch of Netflix and watching a bunch of anime and... It's just sort of no time in my head right now. Once winter starts back up and it gets cold, nothing else going on. Probably bust those back out. But. Yeah, well, kind of sucks. My life situation is because uh, I was. You were saying about how you were. You had a bed out here and you just spent most of the day just in front of the TV. It's it's like God. That just sounds so amazing. It sounds so fucking amazing. And we just don't have the time. There's just so much shit to do, but I would just absolutely love. Do you, do you want to know what Maddie told me? Hmm. She says you should leave it out here. And then you and Evan just lay on the bed and have, (laughs) and have this podcast while laying next to each other. And I'm like, yes. And then we'll be holding hands and then we'll be, we'll look at the guy. We'll look at each game together. (laughs) While fucking the BGs plays in the yes, background. Yes. <laughs> oh my. This this was fun. Yeah. Uh can't wait to do the next console. Um Yeah, we should just get all of them out of the way and just do these nonstop for yeah, a while. Yeah. Uh but uh anything else you wanted to add? Uh no. Other than um obviously I I chose not to show too much love to Oblivion and Skyrim. But like you said, I, I, I think we can. We can I, that's one where I'm going to have to call and say we're going to have to have an entire episode just for Oblivion at least. Right. I can I can easily do one for Oblivion and one for Skyrim. But whenever they decide to release Elder Scrolls Six, yeah, then we'll talk. Twenty twenty nine. Twenty twenty nine. Yeah. Yeah. But. After they release Skyrim on a toaster, they'll release they'll release Elder Scrolls Seven and then Elder Scrolls Six. Fuck. <sighs> this is the time where the outro starts to play. So did did you 
Did you actually remember the like that old style user interface from like the original oh, classic yeah. dashboard? Yeah. It's so that is one of the most nostalgic things too. I remember the day that the update happened. Yeah. I was just sitting at home and I had to hardwire my stuff in because the wireless stuff didn't work and mm -hmm. it was wild. Which is it's it's I, I want to go ahead and say I, I fucking hate the Xbox One's user interface. Yeah, it could so be improved. I, if, if they could like make it into the old one, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs>